This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. So recently, one of the Lisa B. Marshall marketing interns, she sent out an email. Unfortunately, she sent the email to all of my LinkedIn contacts. And in her zeal, she made a few other unfortunate communication errors as well. And quite frankly, it upset quite a few people. So I wanted to start this episode by saying, I'm sorry. I really am sorry. And the episode is dedicated to her and to anyone else who recently made a mistake in communication. So today's quick and dirty tip, it's just a reminder that communication mistakes happen all the time. And to recover, you should, of course, try to undo your mistake, apologize, and perhaps even ask what you can do to make up for the error. By the way, it's the last step that most people don't do, and perhaps that's the most important step. In our case, unfortunately, there really wasn't much I could do to undo the mistake. After the unfortunate incident, I didn't want to compound the issue by sending out a bulk email apology. So I went directly to step number two, and I updated my social media statuses with a sincere apology. Actually, I ended up spending the better part of a week emailing apologies and trying to set things straight. Again, both the intern and I are extremely sorry for the mistake. It really was just an innocent misunderstanding of the assignment on the intern's part. Anyway, when I was telling this story to my friend Larissa, she reminded me of the old saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So the intern and I decided to co-write this two-part program on surviving a communication mishap. Rest assured that in the second part, which will be out later this month, we'll cover very practical tips to help you avoid the embarrassment that we endured. But for this particular episode, I thought you might like to hear some stories of common communication mistakes just to reassure you that they really do happen all the time. And yes, they can be embarrassing, but they are inevitable. So if you're listening right now to this show and you're listening because of a recent error, I'm hoping that these stories will give you some perspective and perhaps even make you smile. I want you to know that you're not alone. No matter how skilled you are as a communicator, occasionally we make a mistake. One of my favorite stories of miscommunication comes from author Sheila Dean. We recently took a workshop together and she shared the story with me. She said to me, when Dale, that's Sheila's husband, when he first began spending nights at her house, he used the guest bathroom. And one morning she was heading for the shower and he asked her, can we shower at the same time? And she said, sure. She was very enthusiastic and she quickly hopped into the shower and she waited for him. And minutes later, the water went ice cold, and she learned just how effective taking a cold shower can be. And then she explained to me, what I heard was, can we shower together? What he meant was, can we run both showers at the same time? In this case, the misunderstanding was simply a crossed wire, and it didn't cause any harm. But as Sheila points out in her book, repeated unspoken crossed wires can take a big toll on a relationship small mistakes can have big consequences. The same thing holds for communication mistakes at work. One day I started a new job, and this was when email was just beginning to become popular, and yes, I'm that old. Anyway, I confidently walked in, I sat down, I read the first email in my inbox, and that email had been sent to the entire company. And in one awful moment, I accidentally hit reply all instead of, of course, reply. And instantly, the whole entire office, my new workplace, was asking, who is this Lisa Marshall person? 
doesn't this idiot know how to use email? Needless to say, this was not the best first impression as the new program manager of technology. Well, anyway, I simply shrugged, said oops, and I moved on. I couldn't undo it, and apologizing to the entire company would have made it worse. So, mistakes happen. When I shared this story with one of our new interns, she told me that she used to have a bad habit of sending emails too quickly, and she'd often forget details, such as including the attachments. Usually she would remember and quickly send another email with the subject line, oops, here's the attachment. I'm sure you've all gotten an email like that. Anyway, she didn't think anything about it until one day she did it again, and this time it was to her boss, and he was furious with her. He sent her back an email written in all capital letters. It said, please include all attachments with the relevant email and stop crowding my inbox. For me, this was a perfect example of how little unspoken communication mistakes add up to bigger problems. She told me that she not only apologized, but she also came up with a strategy to prevent the problem from happening again. So then I told her about another occasion that I had been delivering a status presentation to the CEO of the company that I was working for at the time, and the second slide contained a simple arithmetic mistake. The CEO very loudly pointed out the mistake, and then he berated me. He told me to sit down, and he wouldn't even let me finish the presentation. I was so embarrassed. So communication mistakes like these, they happen all the time. And they teach us, at least they taught me, that different people have different levels of tolerance for mistakes. Some people can overlook them. Some people may not even notice them. But there's still a significant percentage of people that will form a significantly negative impression of your overall competence. And not just of your lack of competence, but of the organization that you work for as well. Anytime you have sloppy communication errors, people will make that assumption. There was one study, in fact, that looked at the effect of spelling errors on the perceptions of the writer. And the results of that study suggested the same thing, that spelling errors can affect how people perceive the writer, especially when there's a lot of errors. Most recently, I had another communication mistake. I had a big mix-up with a proposal for one of my best customers. And not only did I end up apologizing, I also decided that my error was big enough that I needed to make up for the mistake. So I asked them what I could do to make up for the error, and I ended up offering two speaking programs for free. In this case, my communication mistake, it cost me money. But the solution and the apology saved the relationship, which of course is the most important. So I'm sincerely hopeful that the communication blunder that sparked us to write this episode is now behind us. And in the second part of this program, we'll pick up from here and talk about concrete steps that you can take to prevent common communication blunders. This is the public speaker, Lisa B. Marshall. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. And I would like to say thanks to both Zoe Ogilvy and Whitney Punchek for their contributions to this episode. Thanks, ladies. If you want to end 2011 with more money in your bank account, you can learn exactly what you should be doing with Money Girl's new book, It's Smart Moves to Grow Rich. The book will help you to make sure you're earning the most interest you can. It'll help you with using the best credit cards and saving the right way for retirement. You can get our book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Borders. Oh, and while you're there, it would be great if you could support the show by purchasing my book, Ace Your Interview. If you're interested in co-writing an episode with me, please send me a short sample of your writing and your idea that you'd like to talk about, and we can chat. And if you're already working with me right now, 
I'd really, really appreciate if you could contact me so we can get a status. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.